Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. It's actually the, it's the first time I listened to these lyrics from Depeche Mode, Personal Jesus. One of my favorite songs. Really? Yeah. Have you ever broke, broken down the lyrics? No. Someone who, someone to hear your prayers, someone who cares, feeling unknown and you're all alone. And someone who cares, put me to the test, things on your chest you need to confess, I will deliver. I'm a forgiver. I always thought this was tongue in cheek and sarcastic, but do you think they mean it? I think they mean it. Interesting. One of my favorite bands, actually. Depeche Mode? Yeah. Johnny Cash, you ever heard his version? Yes, Amazing. I like Johnny Cash too. I've already digressed. Mm -hmm. Guys, happy Friday, we fooled him again. Made it through another week. Brings us to our day, your day, Friday. And just a quick and brief reminder, it is not your girlfriend's day, your boyfriend's day, your partner's day, your husband's day, your wife's day, your mother's day, your father's day, your children's day, your dogs and cats, etc. They can share the day with you. Other than that, Friday is for the people. It's our day. Hey, Tasha. Everyone's ears bleed because I tell the same stories over and over again. But I have told you the story about why Friday's your day. You have, but I obviously haven't heard it over and over Wait, again. <laughs> really? It was on, I was working construction and it was a Friday. And I remember because I was low man on the totem pole, 
I would be the one that have to carry the planks and the sheetrock up. Chelsea High School, we were renovating this old high school. It was like, it was built in like 1890. So back then, the stairs were just so steep. And I remember it was five floors, but each floor had two sets of stairs. So it was 10 flights of stairs and very steep. And so I would have to carry up all the sheetrock and all this. And I'm hustling it up the stairs. And a lot of times I would work fast just because, and I would even tell this to people back, even back in Connecticut when I wanted to work on my own house and get out there and work, I, I would explain to people working like, listen, you know why I work so fast? And they'd say, why? Because I hate this. I hate this work so much that I want to get it done as quickly as possible. So I'm rifling stuff up the stairs. And then Fielding was this 400-pound foreman who was also a member of a very famous slash infamous motorcycle gang, if he wasn't already scary enough. And this guy, which I still have not seen this for planks, that's my plumber calling. I don't know if you know that. Some other people have their accountants call. I mean, it's <laughs> my plumber. But this guy, I saw him pick up on one shoulder six. Actually, it was six planks on one shoulder, and then he still had a cement, a hundred pound cement bag under his arm. Like he just was oh so goodness. humanly strong, but so incredibly lazy. And what I would say about the big guys, for them to lift that stuff, it's not exertion because they're so strong. But it was most of the big guys on that job. This family, the Gear family, there's 144 of these cousins. And the smallest one was 6'3". Oh, my goodness. Just giants. Even the mob that I, the carny business I used to have to deal with, were respectful of them. They were like, no, we, we just, we do a lot of business with them. That's what they would say. They were just like, and they were crazy. And But also, now you do it. So I was the one, like, I'm doing all that work. And... By the way, their other thing was always making me the run errands, go get lunch. And that was like to them because it was like a low man on the totem pole job. But little Dave, oh, I'd be like, thank you. I'm getting away from that. Thank you, yes. <laughs> With my piece of paper. I'm right here, boss. Okay, lettuce and tomato. Fantastic. And you will be having today? Oh, what a, what a fine selection. Oh, may I say my compliments. But I'm so happy. I'm like... <laughs> Please. But anyway, so I'm rifling stuff up the stairs. And so next thing I like fielding, I put down my the sheetrock. By the way, sheetrock so hard because it's awkward. Four feet by eight feet and doubled up. So it's super heavy and it's super awkward to lift. And so I remember just like, you have to place it down gently or it'll break. And so I place it down. Next thing I know, this guy grabs me, grabs me by the shirt. Whoa, and it's just like I was a rag doll. Just throws me up against the wall. He's got this big paw hand around my neck at what the f are you doing i'm like this guy's yelling at me every day to work faster i couldn't work any faster he was just always on me and i said just tr trying to get the sheetrock up like <laughs> boss and he was like it's friday i was like yeah he's, it's friday and i said i'm sorry i, I don't understand he's friday's for the men took his hand off my chest walked away he goes smart enough what the sent joe at lunch was like yeah, Caps, Friday's for the men. Michael Joe, what does that mean? He's like, Monday through Thursday, it's for the boss. But on construction, bosses know it's an unwritten rule. You don't break balls to the workers. You don't bust anyone's chops. Like, it's it's the men's day. Said, what is Saturday then, Joe? It's Saturday's for, the, Saturday's for the kids. I said, what's Sunday? Sunday's for the old lady. And I was like, all right, Joe, I'm just, and he was Kev, just listen right now. He said, just shh, it's quiet. So we, he, we got really quiet. There was no music playing. 
this big giant old high school and we had the, we occupied the whole floor of the construction site we were taking you floor by floor and all i could hear was just all these months and goes everyone's effed up from they all know fridays for the men so they were all they all just drink like crazy on thursday night it's okay you can laugh into the mic because it's funny and by the way why do i you think i always just say comedy must rule like i i this was my job i had bills i couldn't pay i'm living in an unfinished basement i have no family maria has less than any family i'm like i'm getting threatened from every single side and i'm like what else could i do but laugh but ever since then i'm like you know what though i'll give them this Friday is for the men, and now I expanded it to Fridays for the people. I love like, it. It's our day. So that is the the legend of why Friday is for the people. Kelsey's not here to do this for us, Natasha, but as I'm reclining my seat in business class, I'm very excited. I bought the air hostess is walking up to you. Oh, what, to give me a tap on the shoulder? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. You are sitting in the wrong seat. No, no really. I, no, are you sure this isn't? 46 middle letter? No, it's a middle letter. Like 46. Like no, sir. The, you must have mistaken. Oh, I thought it said four. Please, can you move? And just gathering all of my things. And by the way, I'm the classic civilian. Too many things. Overstuffed bag. Like the backpack that's and like. And you unpacked it now when you try to yes. stuff all the stuff back inside. It Awful. I've got the pillow, the whoopee. I've got the slippers, the pajama pants. I'm just. Yeah, yeah. I've got to, to pack it all up. <laughs> Spirit Airlines middle seat in the rear. There we go. So anyway, because maybe you can explain what that means. I explained why Fridays for the people. Because today is our regular guy take on healing. It is the regular people's take on healing. If you want all the high end healers and Maria, you will be here on a Monday to Thursday yeah. for great content, amazing takeaways. Such a great guest we had this last week on the show and an incredible guest coming up next week. Who was last week? Who did you guys have? We had Lauren Roxborough. Oh, yeah, the she was. Fascia woman. Fascia. So fascinating. So fascia is all the, the stuff that so, holds your body together, right? So you know when you, muscles, tendons, when you cut a piece of chicken, yes. there's like that white, very thin stuff that like connects the meat and is around the meat. It was almost like a clear cellophane. Yeah. I'm, I know, it's kind of, that's that, regular that's, guy talk. No, but that's exactly what it is. Here in 46 age. They, it's, it's that connective tissue. Okay. Wow, I learned so much. And No, but she was talking about how it ties to everything. So many parts of your health, your emotions. Your, yes, right? they've realized now that it's like the meta system of the body where it communicates with all the 12 other systems and links them together. It's just Natasha, it's at least, I like how the airline allows me to talk to you up in business class to explain <laughs> these things to me. And then different, that's what being on, doing the rebounder, running rebounder, in place. Yeah, the rebounder helps and the running in place or the bouncing in place even helps to drain your lymphatic system and loosen up the tension in the fascia. And then also I saw her and Maria, they were rolling right yes. on those on those rollers, those, rollers, those styrofoam rollers. Yeah. Again, this is stuff that's like super cheap, easy, super easy hopefully to fits do. under a bed or behind a couch. Completely. But even just, just fascia flow that she does, no equipment required. So easy to do. Did you post? We cut a we, nice video. It's it will be posted cool. tomorrow. On Heel Squad. On Heel Squad. And then maybe we should post on Maria's too. Yeah, I'm going to do a collab. Because I really Maria. think it was very informative. Very informative and yeah. very, and I love the way she explains it and then shows us the fascia flow, which obviously we're just showing each exercise, but you can go into and do it much longer. It takes five minutes, she says. Okay. Which is awesome. I like that. I don't think fielding 
from my past life is very concerned with fascia work. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Waze new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Waze seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. I don't think many people. Do you know what the irony was? When that job ended and they broke another job after that, down, down the Heinz Auditorium, and the crew was significantly smaller than the first person he wanted on his crew. Yeah. No, then it was amazing. Even though he just terrorized me, he... But isn't that always the case, the bully ones that they... I get, yeah. The person just... there because they still work hard and they still do their thing. Yeah, yeah. and, and just like became, yeah, you became a big fan, too. Like, it was actually very cool because at that time I did have some people that were up to no good around me. And he was like, who? What? And I was like, but wait, you, you hate me. You try. He was just, yeah. It, but basically it was like, no, only I can abuse you. He's had them come on down. And by the way, I didn't even need him because the, I had the army of the gears. There's 150 of them. And they just were like, 
same thing. They go, we have to protect our mascot. <laughs> we have to protect our delivery boy who's going to get us our sandwiches. <laughs> we need to eat. <laughs> no, you know what's interesting, though? I'll tell you, that group was sold to me by someone else's. These are the most evil, rotten, and you're going to get eaten alive. I'm like, I have no choice. It's cash and I need the money. Yeah. And the same person said that was just shocked because at the end, they're like, wait, they all really like you. I, I can't, I'm just shocked. Like, you are tailor-made for them to torture you're from college you're everything that they you're gullible these guys and and they had their fun but what came what was interesting was as it all went down and this is not because of me it's about human beings in general you ever hear that the phrase man is basically good yeah and there's other people who believe the opposite yeah and then there's people who believe that there are some good men good people and some bad ones i will say that some of these even in the carny business, literally like bank robbers, murderers. There was always one redeeming thing that I would, they would show. It would be like, there were things that I ended up finding out later about them. And I remember the same mutual friend that brought me over there. I would mention, did you know that Frank actually, when he was in the Navy, he saved X amount of people. Wait, what are you talking about? Well, he came and he told me. So they would, they, when I'd work with them alone, I think they knew I was a safe space and I was more sensitive. So they would start opening up to me. But I would see that there was always something in there that there was good inside. And that was what really made me think, I think everyone does have good in them. They may not have the strength to exercise it, but but it brings me to why I actually was playing that song. And this is just, this is, I don't know if this is going to get me kicked off Spirit Airlines, because we never get into religion on this show. Yeah. And I will tell you that I've always thought of I grew up, I was an altar boy. I thought I got a calling to the priesthood. My poor parents had to take me to the Monsignor. They were just freaked out. They didn't want that for me. I thought I had the calling. The calling, that's what they would Oh, that's what they called it, yes. Yeah, the calling. Anyway, and it just and then, shout out to Steve the Steamer. Classic wrestling, I had the heel turn, where you go from a baby face and a good guy, and then you go heel. So then when I had my heel turn, I got thrown out of a Catholic college. And I was like, I'm done with all of this. I'm done with this organized religious crap. And that's when the heel turn happened. Then when I went face, I would say it was more of a, I don't know if it's agnostic. I always get confused over agnostic. Certainly not atheist. So atheists don't believe in a higher power. What's that in business class? What? What is that? <laughs> atheists, if I have it correct, and I'm open okay. to correction, atheists don't believe in a higher power. So they don't believe in God. Okay, and the agnostic? And the agnostic believes in God, or believes in a higher power. I'm not sure. But not any religion or anything else. Or specifically what the higher the, power is. Or specifically. What... probably fell into that. Yeah. And it's just interesting because a couple of weeks ago, we're doing a show. And by the way, this our premiere, our first class in business class, Heel Squatters, <laughs> which of which there's many of you who are actually kind enough and charitable enough to tune in on a Friday. And listen, what you didn't say in your disclaimer is you can stop, press stop right now. No. Go watch Monday through Thursday. Please don't do the one star review and tell us how much you hate us and that you, it's okay. We're a specific just let us exist. Yeah. If you tuned in for Maria, we have. Four days a week of Maria. No one else does that. Everyone else does three. No one does four. And we have so many in the library. Go and find one of those amazing episodes and right. learn something incredible. Just don't have to throw hate at us. Yeah. Okay? Just take pity on us, if anything. But we have people, thank goodness, who vibrate high enough that do listen to the shows. Maybe the stuff that I'm going to say makes sense to you. But 
I don't know what incident happened. We did a show. It was actually a couple of your friends came in. Yes, and that uh, the first um, part of that show, just of the of Emily, will yes. be airing next week. Got it. Yeah. Lovely couple. Very sweet. She had a great story. Really came from hardship and really made something amazing out of herself. And then he was he had a lot of great takeaway too, as far as being in a relationship. And that's how, coming yeah. much later. Oh, that's yeah, later. Yeah. Got it. But afterwards, speaking of taking pity, they took pity on me. <laughs> yes, they did. No, because yeah. can I tell you something? I was just meeting with our own Jeff Graham this morning. Actually, no, yesterday morning. Yeah. And and Jeff was telling me about a character, and he said, and the character is a young guy, and he's tired of being pitied, and he's really upset. he's mad about being pitied and all this. And I said, Jeff, I said, here's I think it works. I said, I think the younger generation wants nothing but pity. I think they love pity. By the way. I love pity. Oh, I pity him. Thank you. I will take pity over hatred, scorn, any day, criticism, any day of the week. Why wouldn't I want you to pity me? Thank you. Pity me. <laughs> so they just, he, they just were like, ah, you look exhausted, your energy. Oh, well, you were, that was a, you were not feeling well. And so I wasn't it with my fake caffeine. I, and at the end of it, they just said, do you mind it terribly if we pray over you? They're super faith-based. Yeah, it, but Very, I just didn't know how to react because it was just like, what am I? And then it just hit me like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go with this. I'm like, yeah, let's. Quit. I'm like, and like, this is my response, but they probably were horrified. I'm like, you know what? Whatever moves the needle. I just always breaking it down. To, to, yeah, I like, I, I just be disrespectful. I'm like, yeah, I'm in. Let's do it. Hit me with this stuff. And so they both put their hands on me. By the beautiful. way, to feel the radiation of their that's so the beautiful Reiki energy going through me, mm -hmm. and I said, "Okay, I know with Reiki, you you imagine the, the light of the heavens and whatever the power is coming down through your body and through your hands and through your mind and into healing." I used to do it with my dogs. I still yeah. do. Sometimes I do it with people if they have migraines and things. But I just met with it, and it was very nice. And, and I'm going somewhere with this. And so then, but it was just a little moment. That was it. So then I do. I'm on with my day. I had a a meeting with a person who I go to for a lot of advice in film. This guy by the name of Dan Feldman, big wig at Warner Brothers forever, and retired like a year or two ago. But now he runs Clint Eastwood's company, and so I was telling him about the lot, the Christmas movies. I want to make more, and uh, I was really flattered because he said, "Listen, when when you're ready, come to me because you're onto something with that." And uh, but then he said, "Because but are any of them faith based?" And I said, "I said I no, not really. Because can you just put in even one line?" Because that would be really on the nose, but just like one thing in there. And I said, why? Said, it will make it much more bankable and profitable. Like you'll get the investor's money back if you go that route. He goes, and again, that's just a business thing. But then as I'm reading some of the scripts I have, oh, wait, there's elements in there that are faith-based. But probably still not, still wasn't really resonating with me. And then Dan Huber, who, you know, is, is the, right, is the blue light and toxicity expert. Yes. He dropped some stuff to me, faith-based, but you know, just in general. It was just in general. And I, I really wish I wanted to adjust this, what he'd said to me, but it was okay. So then I'm down in, uh, in a meeting in the Bahamas, investor meetings, and I was down there, and a guy at the table with us, very quiet. And when you're around a group, this group that I'm around, like you just, and by the way, being in Hollywood, you never, and you should never underestimate anybody. Yeah. Because sometimes the more low-key the person is. The more powerful they are. Yes. But also, I'm also someone who's super inclusive. If I see someone at a party or at dinner, no one's talking to them, I'm the one that has to talk to them. Like it triggers something in me where I always want to get them involved. And it's funny, every Thanksgiving, there's a member of Maria's family, like for 20 years, 
he just fills his plate up and he goes and he sits and he watches football and no one talks to him and he talks to nobody. And now three years running, we exchange books, we exchange DVDs. They're like, we've never seen him talk so much. But no one went up to him and said, what are you watching? What are you doing? And so he th- turns out the guy's brilliant. He broke down The Godfather. He broke down all these Citizen Kane. He was, like, he was just a wealth of amazing information. There was a guy at the table that was like that. And I said, hey, how are you? And we just small talk and something he said is, I just, I forget. I don't know how it triggered it, the conversation. I don't know how the conversation came up about faith, but he said to me, he talked, he said, are you familiar with the story of Barabbas? I said, I think in the Bible, he was the one Pontius Pilate had Barabbas and Jesus. And part of Jewish culture is you're allowed to free one person over the holidays. And he Pilate, trying to get this thing off his plate, but, you know, went out to the people and said, do you want to free Jesus or do you want to free Barabbas, who was a killer and all these, you know, he was a pretty despicable person. And the people voted to free Barabbas. And he just started explaining to me his take on it and how Jesus did that because he loved Barabbas. And Barabbas wasn't grateful to him. He came out of it thinking, wow, the people love me. He thought he was like a rock star. I didn't know everyone loved him. The original narcissist. Yeah, he didn't yeah, he didn't care. He didn't care about Jesus. He didn't care he was let off the hook. It was just but the, his interpretation, this guy, his interpretation of it was that we're all Barabbas and Jesus knows that, but he loves him and God loves him and it's just the same and with all his his shortcomings. And it goes back to what I said earlier. I think that I don't think anyone is inherently evil. I think there's a lot of pain and suffering they go through. I think there's but I think there's good in everybody. But there's long things. So then he plays this video for me. And listen, I will only run it in bonus, okay, because it might be someone who's already tuned up. So why are you talking about religion? So I really do apologize. But it just was a moment for me. But he played this video for me and it just brought me to tears. And I think it was Jake and Emily, the couple I mentioned that said a prayer over me. He then I think he sent me something that had a religious connotation to it. And I said, it's so funny. I said, I feel like I'm being called back to God. And his response was, no, God never left you. He's always been with you. It's you who's calling back to him or something like that. And so, you know, when I talked to the, finished talking to the guy about Barabbas, he said, listen, I just read, I try to read one, a couple of verses from the Bible every day. And he's, if I can get the Eucharist or the communion, whatever, everyone, every faith has something different, but in Catholic, he was mentioning, he's, I go to the 20-minute Mass, and it's just about me and my relationship with God, and I get the, I receive communion, and he's just, try that as a formula, and I forget what else he said, and it just, I don't know, I just wanted it all come at me in the last, literally in the last two weeks, and and again, like, I, I don't know why, I have a daughter now, like, maybe it's time for me to do this, to explore this, I don't know. But I throw it out there. But I will say this, because we'll go to break. I'm, I'm getting the Natasha look. I brought it by Ida, Kendall, you know, my sense. Yes. I was like, Ida, come on. Because Ida is like, you know, if anyone is non-denominational, it's Ida. And I ran it by her. And the one thing that came out of it was she explained to me the difference between gratitude praying and petition praying. But most of the time we do petition praying and how limiting it is. And how gratitude praying is what opens you up to more. But we'll go over that on the break. And then like something came up about neuro-linguistic programming and why when people are in crisis and you're the one who runs in and tries to save the day, it all blows up in your face. So I had a breakthrough on that as well. So I'll share that later with you, Natasha, and for the four people still listening.
I'm sure you've heard about probiotics. We recently partnered with Just Thrive. Tina Anderson is the mastermind behind this extraordinary product. Why do we need a probiotic? The world we're living is so disruptive to our gut health, from antibiotics that we take, from Roundup that's sprayed out over our food supply, to stress. We see symptoms like gas and bloating, diarrhea, constipation, skin rashes, autoimmune issues and allergies, mood disorders, so anxiety, depression, all of those types of issues are stemming from our imbalance in our gut. And the thing about Just Thrive Probiotic is you don't have to refrigerate it. To be a probiotic, it needs to be alive in your intestines, not alive in the refrigerator. And most of those probiotics in the refrigerator actually don't make it to the intestines alive, which is the goal. If we couple the Just Thrive Probiotic and the Just Calm, what do we get? We know the probiotic alone is helping with the leakiness of the gut and helping all other types of things in our, with our overall health. But we know now when we add the Just Calm, it's helping with our mood. Guys, Just Thrive is a game changer. If you're ready to take control of constipation, bloat, and stress and live your healthiest life yet, you can get 20% off your first 90-day bottle of Just Calm and Just Thrive probiotic today. Just visit justthrivehealth.com and use the promo code HEALSQUAD. You won't regret it. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. Kelsey is so great at making sure she responds to all of you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as 10 $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much. And we love doing this thing called life with you.
No, you've heard this before, Natasha. I have. The very Jewish Norman Greenbaum. <laughs> By the way, he never had to work again. He just lives off this song. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Think about this, how much I go to a place that's the best. It's funny, Nat and I were, I was like, Nat, I didn't get, I wanted to get your two cents from business class. And I said, you, I know you did, you're like, I don't want to talk about religion, but you said something that to me, I think it's less about religion. It was a little more generic and how people you've, in these times, people do move toward faith. Yeah, I think so. I think there's a big shift of people moving towards their faith. Whatever your faith is. Whatever that faith is, whether it's just being spiritual or just believing in the God that you were born into, the religion that you were born into, whatever it is, I do feel, I feel like there's so much chaos that's going on in our world that to have that and to have that, there's like a stability or there is that faith in something outside of yourself. And I see it. Maybe it's just the people that I surround myself with. No, historically, that's usually how it is. Yeah. That's generally how it is. So that's accurate. I've heard, I've heard that it's faiths in terms of their populate or whatever you want to call them, populations or followers is, is up the, like 2% and at least with Christianity, that's what I heard in the last three years. Yeah. And I think but it makes sense. It does make sense. And I just, and people are being more outspoken about it. Whereas before they might've been moving towards it, but they were right. doing it in private. And now people are like really leaning into it and talking about it. I remember my dad when he came out to LA. Two things he said. Okay, first, everyone's 42 going on 17. <laughs> Second, he goes, this is a city full of pagans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And again, I know Maria is very religious. Her father is. Baby will be. And maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe I'm being called back to try to do what I can. I don't know. I'll just... I think the one thing that I have been doing, this person gave, somebody gave me advice like 15 years ago. I didn't take it at the time. You weren't ready then. I wasn't ready, which is if a door opens, go through it. And I wasn't. And now invitations, some of the most random things come my way. I'm like, yeah, man. So I was in for the prayer and, and I'm in for other things I've been now being invited to that I would never before do. Being an introvert, I'd be, I'll just stay home and work or be with the dogs. And now it's more open to things. So I don't know. Okay. From the great Ida Kendall. Petition praying is when you are praying and asking for things you don't have. You're petitioning for, please save me, give me more help, get, help me get through this. I always was, I never liked to do that because I felt like I was being a fair weather friend. I also think so. God. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm like, buddy, I know I haven't been here in a while. I know I've been working with the guy downstairs probably a little too much, but I'm back now. In. <laughs> because I need your help. Here's what I need. Just real quick, in and out, we can get this done, no problem. But see, she was saying, when you go to gratitude praying and you start praying with gratitude, which is, I'm grateful. So I tried it last night. So it was a long day, and but productive, but long. And it's, we had a shoot with Walmart and Verizon Wireless, day. right? And it was like, excuse me, it was five in the morning. And then the baby, the dogs, but I, Max wants to eat everybody and the baby, it's a lot. And it was, the shoot was at the house, a major film crew came in. And then I still had 80 different other scams to pull. And I had a terrible headache, but instead of going to bed, first of all, I wouldn't usually not pray. It would be like, what's my favorite podcast? And that would be it. And I said, it's nice because I sleep next to the baby to make, when I have to get up in the middle of the night with her, I can be right there to see it and do it. But I went to bed and said, I'm thankful I made it to this day. I'm thankful I had all these great opportunities today. I'm even thankful for this headache because it reminds me just, but what 
What Ida was saying is that she considers gratitude praying an expansive experience. And this is what she means by that. Like she, she was saying it leaves you open to getting more. She said, if you pray for three green bricks, for example, and you get them, you're happy. But if you don't get them, you feel let down. But if you get the three green bricks, bricks per your prayer, you're not going to get any more. So it's better to be in gratitude prayer, even though I don't, even though I might not have the, these green bricks, I know it's coming. So thank you for that, for the hope that I have in the future, but also thank you for what I have now. And now you might get 50 green bricks. So I just thought, I don't know, that just really resonated with me. I don't know if I'm saying it accurately. You're up in business class. You probably can decipher Kev speak better than anybody. So, no, I agree with you, I think, and we've had guests on the show, and I think the one that's coming to mind is, I think, Vishen Lakiani spoke about that they've actually put electrodes on your head and analyzed your brain activity, and when people say thank you, the brain waves change and become more in sync. So they probably give you two fruit and cheese platters up in business class, I bet. Probably, you're actually first the planes that have the first that's there's like four chairs up there i went on a plane once it was so small i was sitting in first class it was the same chair with a curtain behind me oh i hate yeah yeah that's i've seen that before too but it was funny they closed the curtain and they served us like a full eastern european meal with that caviar and like all these smoked fishes and champagne and like the five people sitting behind us Just staring through the little curtain anyway so yes i think it was vision was talking about that but i have read about that before that you're with, as soon as you go into gratitude, the chemistry in your body changes. Got it. And I know that, I think it was Natasha Graziano who speaks about it, but I think there's been many other guests speak about it. When you say thank you in the future for something that you don't have, you're attracting it and bringing it into your field. Got it. So you can say, oh, I'm so grateful for those green bricks, if we're going to use that as the same example, mm -hmm. even though you don't have it, your body starts to feel and sense that you have already received it. Got it. So it's, gratitude is very powerful and very beautiful. So I like that gratitude prayer over petition prayer. Mm -hmm. If you're going to pray at all, I really like that. It's a nice reminder. Maria has her little, I don't know if it's an altar, it's a, the fireplace and just the mantle. And she's just so cute. Every night I just see her over there and she just puts her head down. She puts her little hands together. And as much as I have to lower everything and TV off and I, I have to put on headphones, whatever, I always love, like, I love that she's done going through the whole list I'm sure in her brain of all the different people she knows and has met that she's praying for. So I found that, I always find it endearing. Okay, that said, Natasha, can we power through or do we need another break? We can power through. Yeah? Yeah. So just have one break on this show? Yeah. Yeah, well, because our Jeff is, because it's economy, we don't have any commercials on this? No, we do have commercials on this. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, this has always been an issue for me when somebody is in crisis and I come in like a fireman, I'm in with my ax and this is how we fix it. And I work really fast and I have noticed how incredibly at best annoying that is. And at worst, it's so destructive to the person, that behavior. And I never got it. I'm like, no one ever seemed to help me. That's not true. I'm sure a lot of people have, but I never got it. But I was talking to Tamar Geller the dog whisperer, dog mm -hmm. trainer to the stars, yeah, who's also great with humans. And she said, there are times that are, you have to recognize that are teachable moments. Because so I was explaining the situation to her, she said, yeah, but it wasn't a teachable moment. 
the person was in such severe trauma and stress, you can't then go into, okay, in the future, that's why we have to keep this door closed. We can't do, 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 do. it's so you have to recognize when it's a teachable moment. So I thought that was great to know. Ida was talking about neuro-linguistic programming, NLP. And I don't know if this is Ida's interpretation or if this is actual neuro-linguistic programming, but the whole thing is about pacing then leading. Pace the person who's in crisis with empathy. You're nodding, so you know this? Yeah, because you're not. Okay, third food plate? Or do you want the sundae? No, but see, you're so evolved. You won't want the sugar and the dairy. Yeah, I won't eat the cheese or the... Or the... So you won't even do the cheese plate? No. But do you do the fruit? I might do the fruit, depending on what fruit it is. Okay. I don't eat a lot right. of fruit, though. So... No, you know what you'll get? Is you might get the third helping of the warm nuts there. Might not take that either. But... Okay. <laughs> wow. That's why there's only they, four they seats in first me, class. They might bring me in my own special meal. All right, tell me about neuro-linguistic programming, so, pacing and leading. So, yeah, so I have, part of my journey... I um, became a Tony Robbins trainer, senior leader trainer on the events. I think I told you that. I didn't know that. I know you you loved, you studied him and you, yeah, you did so the they, Great scam. Great scam. Phenomenal scam. It is a great scam because I get to go and support people on these Zoom events, but yet I get to hear all the content you, over you, As Gabby Bernstein says, you borrow the benefits. Exactly. Okay. With my schedule and Dylan and, and work and stuff, I don't do the full events. But I get to like pop in because I'll be like a part-time person. So I'll go and relieve somebody like on a Saturday or Sunday. And I do a couple of those in the year. But part of it is, and then I met this amazing trainer. And he, for a while, when I first got involved in this world, we would meet every second Sunday with another woman. And the three of us would go through all of this stuff and learn it and train it. But there's a whole thing that you go through when you go and you decide that this is the path you want to take. And it is, you've got to build reciprocity, then you've got to pace with the person so you, you are in line with them. And you do it with empathy. Like, with, in other words, yeah. like, to a regular guy, it's, hey, I get it. I get it. I'm but you can even you. do it with body language. You don't even have to do oh, it with okay. words. I love it. And then once you can see that you're leading. Body language? Are you hugging them? Are you, you know? No, you moved your arm there, I'll just move my arm. Oh, you mirror. And you mirror them. And if the person touches their glasses, then you'll just touch their glasses. You'll touch your glasses. Or you'll move your hand to your forehead. So it's copying. You wonder why we're all in low class the rest of our and lives. Then, you guys are all just, just a Jedi mind trick us. And then what you'll do is when you realize that you're leading is that you will make the move and then they will follow you. Oh. If you want to do it with body language, otherwise with words. And then once you have that, like, that dance between the two of you, you can start to take them to the other side and let them see. So it's just a calming effect? It is a calming effect, but it also, it is. And a trusting effect. effect, And a trusting effect. Okay. And empathy. You cannot do this if you don't have empathy. And so that, and that's the pacing portion. And then you can begin to lead. Yeah. Which is, that's where you can start talking about how we can maybe fix things. Maybe fix things or get them to start to make the connections in their own brain. So you can say something without saying this is what we should do you could say you could say have you ever thought of the possibility of drinking more water just using that as an example and then they can think about it and be like oh maybe and then you try to get them ideally is for them to come up with the idea on their own got it okay well that seems rather helpful and you knew this yeah all right so no more rushing in to put the fire out for this fire but some people have that personality. They want that is how you are showing your love. That is how you are giving support. It's My because love language. You want to fix it. 
Yeah. But some people, they just want to, when there is so much in crisis, sometimes they just want to like let it all out. They want to vent. They want to yeah. vent or they just want to, they just want somebody to listen, not even to like, not yeah. even to say, oh, I agree. They just want somebody just so they can, I like to call it like verbally vomit all over them. Yeah, yeah. So they can just get it all out. And then once that happens and their energy probably will change, you don't want to let that go too long either because you don't want people to start to wallow or to get stuck in that loop. But you sometimes you just have to do that. So in other words, as they're ver verbally vomiting, we hold their hair over the toilet. Pretty much. Okay, got it. <laughs> got it. Got it. Okay. But that... Sometimes, but sometimes they just want to, they want to do that a little bit and then they want feedback, but they don't want to feel like they're being fixed or that you're not, they're not being heard. Just interesting, someone came in to the studio, I don't know who it was, and they said they, they have to say to their partner, this is the time, I just want you to hear me. Yeah. I don't want anything from you right now. This is a time just where listen. I just need you to listen. I also think, if this is possible for the person who's in crisis, is to know, be aware of the people that have the ability to listen, and then the ones who take action. Because sometimes Maria will call different friends and I'll say to her, she'll think maybe they let her down. I go, no, Maria, that's not theirs. They're not that friend. Yeah, everyone has. This friend is the one who writes you the check or makes that big phone call for you or sticks up for you when you, you need it or says, hey, oh, you don't have a car, take my car. That friend, but is not the friend who is gonna sit and listen or hold you in that moment. But you have other friends that will do that. So I, that's what I think is is everyone is different but i think if we can recognize that in the in our friends and our peers then it's better rather than expecting it of people that may not have it in them and then i think on the flip though we can all learn to also we can do better to have it in us certainly i'm, I'm trying it's just hard for me because i'm like if i see a fire i'm like i can i can put this thing out in two seconds you can deal with it you can make it better yeah it, it, it was very helpful for me because i see with maria sometimes she's melting down and I just go right into it and she just gets more upset and I have to start just realizing. But but I here's where I struggle with Maria is I think I'm gonna use your try and use more of your techniques just to listen because then I have a tendency to go the other way. In my version of the not the leading, what's the other part of it? The pacing has been be like, Yeah, you're right, you did get screwed. Yes, that is awful. And but sometimes I'm under my breath, I'm like, you actually really didn't get screwed this really isn't that bad and so i also don't want to enable some of those feelings so that's what makes it hard but i think the i the idea is just maybe just keep your mouth shut yeah like the crack father the crack addicted father in the carny business told his crack baby son shut the f up jimmy when jimmy kept saying he smelled nachos and it was this damp warehouse that all you really could smell was must and mold but apparently little Jimmy smelled nacho. So just every, say, I don't know, three minutes. And I said this before, he would say, will you just shut the F up, Jimmy? So maybe the lesson for me is, yeah, Jim, this Jimmy needs to just shut the F up and let people have the, what'd you say, verbal, verbally vomit. I know that's the way I can like, I picture it in my mind. It's like when you, cause I sometimes have to do that. And just like all the words come out, like you can't even just stop them. They're just coming and coming. And you just want someone to listen sometimes. You know what my favorite thing is, me? I indulge. My favorite thing is when I've tried to help and they ignore, they don't listen, and then enough time goes by and then they come to me and say, okay, get them, <laughs> go, I need you. That's my, I had to remember my, this call, the call, St. Anthony when I went to St. A's, we were in the dorm, no one, 
No girls came to visit. No, no one ever came to see us. The names they came up with for this dorm, the most politically incorrect names. It was lots of future priests. So you can imagine they're not thinking of drinking and partying. But the other dorms, one had all the hockey players, another one had the lacrosse players, whatever it was. Like they, everyone had their thing. And some of the, they, they had these many fraternities on campus or societies. They all would infiltrate these dorms and we would just hear from our dorm music playing and we'd all be just sitting alone. I remember one, the hobby I got into at the time is one guy brought up his VHS recorder and I brought up mine. So we had our VCRs join. I think our VCRs became closer friends <laughs> than we were and they would, we would start making tapes for everyone of different movies. <laughs> <laughs> dorm. Maybe Saturday night, you just hear the salt and peppers playing, <laughs> laughter, just things smashing, and just just sitting there, just like three or four of us. But they had a lot of, the hope was, the promised land was by junior year, there were these apartments up on the hill. That was the big thing. And oh, but it all changed junior year because then we can be in one of the apartments on the hill. And that's where will be upperclassmen and they'll have to accept us. And that's where all the young people want to go and be with us. And I'm like, uh-huh. And so they were like, and all we have to do is enter this lottery and then we'll get picked. But it's 70% of the people win the lottery. You know, uh-huh. I said, I have another idea. I said, why don't I find us a house off campus, a big house, a big farmhouse. And I said, and we build it to be the party house of all party houses. And I said, and make everyone come to us. They all looked at me like, at 14 heads. No, do you understand who we are? I don't, I, are we going to buy? So in other words, are we going to buy two more VHS players? <laughs> and I explained it all to them. I said, we're not going to win the lottery. It's us. The big Thursday night, the lottery, they're so excited. They go up to the pub. And it's just like two in the morning. The door just opens and just all the rounded shoulders. Yeah, no. We didn't get picked. And it was, and they said, we need you to go and enact your plan. Beautiful. No problem. And people still talk about that house. And we built a bar. We got, we made an arcade room. We had soda machines we filled with beer. It just, and then of course, just so many ridiculous themes we did. And it got to the point where all those other play, all those other dorms and other people's apartments were just empty. They all wanted to be in our place that they just had to trust, but they had to learn the lesson. And I think that, that that's selfishly one of my favorite things is when they come and they go, okay, we have no choice but to listen. Good. Let's get to work. Nat. Yes. I think we have to let people go and enjoy the rest of their Fridays. I do agree. I'm seeing some, I'm seeing a lot of hall, Halloween decorations come in. Oh, I've seen them pop up all over. They're popping up nicely. My, my only name drop for today would be that Slash, who lives in our neighborhood, he always goes crazy for Halloween. That's part of his big brand. So he's got all the different, he's got Halloween lights. So, oh, that's cool. Which I've never seen. What were you going to say? Well, I put up some bats and spiders and stuff with glow in the dark stickers on them this last weekend. I think, yeah. Dylan thought our entranceway looks spooky now. Just very cute. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fun. I keep, I, yeah, at some point I have to start the Christmas podcast that we started dropping some episodes yes. on Christmas specials we love, which we may change, we may title change it to 
Rudolph and Frosty's shiny new podcast. Because, well, Anne, my friend, wants to expand. She wants to do specials, but want to do Christmas, do retro Christmases, what Christmas by the decades, cover different toys that came out, just all sorts of fun things that well, I don't that's know. That's fun. Yeah. Just more stuff that will take my time and provide actually cost me money. What's is it going to cost me this time? Can I tell you, the, wrapping it up, I was thinking about uh, the whole spirituality coming back. At the same time, so many amazing people are coming into my life. And that you just said, I'm over at my studio, which I've nicknamed iWorks. You've got WeWorks, where all these people come together, work together on different projects. I have iWorks, I come here alone. It's been a um, WeWorks today. What's that? That's what's so strange. <clears throat> I have iWorks, six empty studios, and I turn on all the lights, and I sit alone, and I work. Studio to studio. Yeah, every now and again I do. I'm like, oh, I feel like working in Studio 3 today. But lately, just a lot of amazing people are coming around, and just more and more projects just keep coming in. So who knows? Maybe there's something to all of this. So with that being said, May I indulge us by not having our signature outro? Of yes, course. we want to all. We always want to help each other and learn from mistakes and have a few laughs along the way. Given, but rather than listen, be a queen with our soft smile peace signs and listen to Ava Max. Maybe I'm going to go out with this video that really brought me to tears. And by the way, I don't like certain things you, books or stories or things move people that it has no effect on you. Yeah. So this may have no effect on anyone else, but it really did affect me. It certainly was a moment in, it's, a, it's an eight minute video, but there's a moment in there that just really chokes me up. And by the way, the, the preacher who gives the sermon, I want to find out who he is, but they added music to it. So they did a lot of things to it, but I don't know. It's just really spoke to me. Let's consider this RGF bonus, but instead of hearing chickens clucking, <laughs> you're going to hear this. And then uh, that's it. So Natasha this weekend preparing for Halloween, and, right? Like you're getting the, you're getting your Halloween on? No. No. I weekend and play date with Dylan and not much else planned. Not homemade costumes? No. No. Dylan wants to be Super Mario. Do you know who played the best live-action Super Mario. You didn't even know this. No, this, I Once again, is the universe talking to us. Yeah. Captain Lou Albano. I did not know that. After wrestling, he kept, found a whole other level of fame as Super Mario. Oh, wow. My guiding light, my mentor, someone I've based, I've modeled my life and career after. Okay. What do you got planned for the weekend? Someone, a dear friend of mine's dad, passed away suddenly. Oh, so sorry. we're going to probably be at the service or sit Shiva. And then, so that just... It's, you know, the middle of the weekend. Yeah. I don't know. Work. There's a lot of stuff I have to do, which is good. It's okay. Yeah. So we're good. Be with the be with the baby. Make her laugh. It's another best. Have moments she recognizes me, and then other moments she's like, who are you again? No, she does. So she's she's just a lot of love and stimulation. She loves, she loves light. She loves people. And she just likes being part of it all. We'll have our day. I'm not worried. I'm like, all you guys, it's the, it's the story of my life. Everyone jumped out in the race. Everyone's way ahead of me. That's okay. The tortoise and the hare. I'm like, I'm fine. She's going to know who her dad is, and she'll know who, who to call. She might not be able to cry to me, but she'll know like when she needs to flash the bat signal who's going to be there. All right, so you ready for this? I'm ready. This is titled, Jesus is Loving Barabbas. I always thought it was Barabbas, but this preacher says Barabbas. Judas Smith Sermon Jam. I listen to this. I, I don't know. Maybe, this, maybe we'll do a little rap on it at the end. I don't know. Depends how I feel. Okay. Depends how embarrassed I am. Okay.
We see the story of Jesus going to the cross and everything seems to be hand in hand. And then this one character that seems to interrupt the narrative, his name's Barabbas. We don't even know much about him except that he's a murderer, a leader of an insurrection, a rebel. And why he's even mentioned, sometimes I'm not so sure. This is about Jesus going to the cross. So in this moment, Pilate thinks, I hold the destinies of these two men in my hand. I know the Jews have a tradition that on a holy day, I will release one of the prisoners on death row. Pilate stands on this audacious stage who now presents Jesus, son of the living God, versus Barabbas, the thug and rebel. He says, all right, who do you want? This is blasphemy. This is, this is. Barabbas guy. <laughs> there seems to be no conscience of Barabbas. There's no record of him turning to Jesus and saying, I owe you everything now, or you have set me free. No. I don't see any of that in Barabbas. And God knew that. Jesus stood there, silent for he knew the will of the Father. He said, it's fine, Father. Let him have Barabbas. For Jesus knew that the Father would have to treat Jesus like Barabbas so he could treat Barabbas like Jesus. Barabbas thought it was the people that set him free. No, it was the love of the Heavenly Father. When I look at the story, I realize who Barabbas really is. That's me. That's you. That's us. And I thought I was reading this the other day, and I felt God speak to me. I love Barabbas. I love him. But God, he's a bad man. I love him. And I wanted him to go free. But didn't you know that he probably would have never acknowledged the freak yet? Yeah, but I love Barabbas. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Even the one he knew 
see this would take me into like the final act the boxing match whatever i needed to storm the castle as we say in filmmaking but yeah especially but to me the part about the shame and carrying shame yeah. and guilt and all that stuff i know it just really spoke to me it is it's beautiful some people just have such a gift anyway all right tasha i would like to say um bye um i was gonna say the b word but i just don't feel right I now i don't think it's the right kind of I'm going to need to process this a little more. Okay, I don't know if this is our spiritual edition of RGF, so uh, hopefully you're not offended. <laughs> and if you are, please don't leave yeah, the review. Yeah, no, please. Rather DM me. Yeah, I'm Barabbas. Set me free. <laughs> your feedback can go to the Heel Squad DMs. We will receive yes, them. Yes, all your hatred toward Instagram, please. Yes. All right. Bless everyone. And thank you for listening. Thank you for letting me open up about that. And Natasha, thank you always for your stellar interpretation. You just, we need you up in first class and business class. So it's always nice to have you anyway. 
Have a great weekend, everybody.